things are so crazy that once a vocal evangelist of new atheist talking points on religion, Joe Rogan now yearns for the second coming of Jesus. And two MSNBC guests claim that white rule voters are a threat to American democracy. Is mystery Babylon the United States? And also, is the solar eclipse on April 8th, 2024 connected to prophecy? All this and more today on The End Time Show. Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Today is Open Line Friday, so we're taking your calls. We're going to talk about whatever you want. We've got some stuff to sprinkle in along the way and as we go as well. So give us a call, 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We do need your help sharing this video, liking and commenting. It goes a long way in breaking through the algorithm. So pause what you're doing, share the video, help get this message out to your friends and family. Doug, before we get into this uh um, well, I know we're going to talk about Joe Rogan. I don't know what we're going to talk about first, but nonetheless, the Christian nationalism stuff that people like you and me, well, are we in the Midwest? I'm from the Midwest. Do they say Midwest? <laughs> help, help me get on track here, Doug. Well, I mean, it's, it's not just Midwest. It's like rural areas, like country people. I mean, the, the guy uh, that, one of the guys that's talked about this before, uh, he's from Louisiana, so he's talking about people in his own backyard too. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible. We talked about it a lot on Tuesday and there's been even some more things that have happened since Tuesday, just making it more, um, as if the people who are Christians who love their country, that you're a terrorist threat. And so these are, are things that they're talking about more and more in mainstream media. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's interesting because I think we're getting a whole lot more, uh, of it being put out there to us now that we've kind of caught on to what the political uh, reporter said the other day on, uh, I think it was the MSNBC that she was on also that said that, but she has now retracted some of what she said. She's apologized, but not really. She said, I still stand by what I said, but there was so much upheaval over what she said and people writing into Politico that she had to make an apology, but it was kind of a half-hearted apology and it wasn't really, you know, she said, I said what I said because it's the truth. So. Well, I guess I can't proclaim that I'm a country person anymore, although it still runs in my blood. I'm, I'm, I live in the city, I mean, mm -hmm. kind of. Uh, not quite Dallas, but I do live in a city, mm -hmm. and uh, you're a country person still, Doug, mm -hmm. but I'm so country um, while not being country yeah. that yesterday was my son's birthday, Shiloh, uh, so throw that out in the comments. Happy birthday, Shiloh. He'll love that. He loves to watch the end time show, and he loves it when people... Uh, comment he doesn't just things. love to watch the end time show. He likes to play the end time show. That's right. They yeah. do play the end time show. Yes, they do. They even do first cup coffee live reads. <laughs> they tell people to go to endtime.com slash reborn. They do it all. Nice. Uh, I always ask them which one's Doug Norvell, yeah. and they never decide. They give you so. a blank stare. Yeah. When <laughs> but anyway, we are so country that we were talking to yesterday. Someone called him to wish him a happy birthday, and there was a picture of their dog who is uh, deceased at this point. Mm. And so he asked, 
what happened to the coyote eat them. <laughs> so that's <laughs> how country go. we are, Doug, even yeah. though we live in the city. There you go. Nonetheless, we're going to get into that story here momentarily. <laughs> Speaking of those First Cup live reads, uh, First Cup is a Christian-owned Patriot coffee company out of the great state of Texas. They've got 11 different roasts, each one named after a specific piece of American history, and it's really good coffee. You can get one of those roasts, ground, whole bean, or even pods for your Keurig machine. They ship them out just a few days after they roast them, so it's probably the freshest coffee you'll ever get. Go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off. If you subscribe, they'll actually give you another 10% off. So go to firstcup.com today, use code ENDTIME to get that 20% off when you use code ENDTIME and subscribe. All right, Doug, so I guess people like me and you are the problem. Mm -hmm. uh, the threat to American democracy is what this MSNBC guest says. So where do we go from here on this? Well, one of the things that I want to mention before we look at the video is this came from uh, Charlie Kurt, one of his uh, tweets on X. And one of the things he says in there is he, he just kind of lists some things that, uh, you know, people are saying out there. So you'll recognize this. But he says that it's unbelievable that these two MSNBC guests claim that white rural voters are a threat to American democracy. Their message, we're not replacing you. We're not trying to imprison our political rivals, and we're not using federal government for a Democrat get-out-the-vote operation. So all those things you can kind of, most people will understand why he's saying what he's saying, because we've seen this with the influx of illegals coming over our border, and they said that this is one thing that they believe is happening. They're replacing us by bringing all these people in that can be potential voters. Uh, they're not trying to imprison their political rivals, but they've gone after Trump for the last three and a half years trying to find something that will stick on him. And so that, that's one of those things are out there. But here's a clip. Let's look at the clip from MSNBC. Joining us now, professor of political science at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, Tom Schaller, and journalist and opinion writer Paul Waldman. Their new book, Out Tomorrow, is entitled White Rural Rage, The Threat to American Democracy. And Tom, we'll start with you. Uh, why are white rural voters a threat to democracy at this point? You would think, as we pointed out, looking at Joe Biden's background and Donald Trump's, that, that the opposite would be true. I mean, we lay out the fourfold interconnected threat that white rural voters pose to the country. First of all, and we show 30 polls and national studies to demonstrate this. So we provide the receipts in chapter six. They're the most racist, xenophobic, anti-immigrant, and anti-gay geodemographic group in the country. Second, they're the most conspiracist group. QAnon support and subscribers, election denialism, COVID denialism, and scientific skepticism, Obama birtherism. Third, anti-democratic sentiments. They don't believe in an independent press, free speech. They're most likely to say the president should be able to act unilaterally without any checks from Congress or the courts or the bureaucracy. They're also the most strongly white nationalist and white Christian nationalist. And fourth, they are most likely to excuse or justify violence as an acceptable alternative to peaceful public discourse. So you mentioned a lot of negative factors yeah. about, about this, this demographic. There, Doug, I feel <laughs> attacked a little bit. I, mean, I know. He it, said it in a bad way, but I kind of identify with a lot of those things that he said. Well, one thing about it that he tried to say is that these are the people who will act out violently instead of protesting peacefully. Now, what have we seen over the past few years? We've seen Antifa, who are not Christian nationalists. We've seen Black Lives Matter. And what did they do? 
They flipped cars over, caught buildings on fire, destroyed neighborhoods, threatened people with their life, killed some people here in Dallas. There were some people that were killed during that protest. So they're saying the opposite of what is true. I mean, how many white Christian nationalists have you seen go out and terrorize anything other than what they say was an insurrection of January 6th when there were people peacefully protesting and some others got mingled in there. They busted down doors and a lot of people just walked through the Capitol building, but it was an insurrection. Nobody had weapons except for the police. And so anyway, this is this is what they base all that on. And so well, anyway, you saw Doug today that their uh, FBI took into custody one of the Blaze reporters for his reporting on January 6th mm -hmm. uh, by handcuffs at that. Yeah. And so they're um, highlighting, I guess, kind of the walk of shame, I right. guess you could say, to kind of use that as an example. So it seems like a lot of this bad stuff, I'm not finding white rule citizens Right. as the problem in a lot you know I look at uh, school shooters yeah I mean if you look at who all the school shooters are or mass shooters in the US these aren't typically right-wing white rule voters yeah in fact I've seen a recent um, I guess it was a story on it where it said I, I can't remember the number so I won't say it but almost all of them have been part of the LGBTQ plus community in one way or another so mm -hmm. that's not who they describe here at all. So right. it's kind of interesting. Yeah, they also say that we're against free speech, which I do not see that at all. We're for free speech. They're trying to suppress free speech. So it's it's almost like it's gotten to the point to where when you see in the Bible that those who call evil good and good evil, uh, you know, that they're going to rise up at this time. And that's what we're seeing. And, and the things that we stand for, the things that we love, uh, you know, we're being called evil for that stuff. And then, you know, meanwhile, there was a story where there's some reporters that have gone down in South America and they found these processing centers for illegal immigrants events that they have allowed to come into these processing centers and then they fly them anywhere in the United States they want to go. They don't even have to make it to the border. They just make it to this processing center that uh, our government has set up for them in the middle of the jungle. They make it there and then they'll fly them wherever they want to go. So they don't even have to go through the process of coming through the border anymore. They're just taking them straight to where they want to go. So you got to ask yourself, what's the real threat here? Is it people who believe in the sovereignty of this nation? Or is it the fact that our borders have been open for three and a half years and they've allowed anybody that wants to come over here to come over, including terrorists? And we've seen an uptick in criminal activity all over the United States. I mean, these illegal immigrants have killed people, a uh, nursing student, uh, they've attacked police officers. Um, all kinds of different things are happening with this, and it's been an uptick in evil and crime since we've had our border wide open. Absolutely, and that's what the global elites want, Doug. They want our border to be wide open, mm -hmm. and they're going to impose this socialist agenda on the t entire world, at least that's their plan. Uh, we don't see that happening entirely, Doug. I know it will in part, but 
um, there will be some opposition there. And I know that people like you and me intend to be part of that to the best of our ability. Don't forget today's open lines. You're going to be able to ask the guru whatever you want. Doug Norville, he told me he hates it when I say that. So, Doug, I'm sorry. I, I just do. can't help it. Uh, those of us that watch your work just know that you're a guru, mm -hmm. an expert on Bible prophecy, if you will. But um, 877 end times the number to join us, 877-363-8463. So give us a call. We'd love to hear from you today. We're going to talk about whatever y'all want to. So that's what we do on Open Line. Give us a call. We'll be getting to the phones here momentarily before we do. Again, I want to remind you that uh, that globalist agenda I was talking about, these are the people that want you to eat those 3D printed steaks that I talk about and the burgers that are made from cricket powder, which won't be on any of our menus anytime soon. But our friends at BackyardButchers.com, they're saying no thank you to that type of idea. They're delivering American raised and harvested meat from right here in our American backyards to dinner tables across our nation. So go to backyardbutchers.com, save an extra 20% off your entire order by using the code ENDTIME. With over half a million happy customers, they'll make sure your orders are delivered right on time every single month. So go to backyardbutchers.com slash ENDTIME, buy American meat today and get 20% off your entire order. All right, Doug, what else do we need to know about um, what's happening at the border and so forth? Well, I mean, we all know that <laughs> pretty much what's happening there. But um, that story, I just wanted to kind of throw it in because, you know, they're, they're trying to show you that uh, there is a terroristic threat to democracy based on the people who grew up in this nation who are Bible-believing Christians uh, that do believe in the works of the Spirit of God. We believe in the fruits of the Spirit of God. We believe that the Holy Spirit still acts the same way it always has. I mean, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the Bible tells us. And we believe that way. And the other day we read a list of those things that they put us in the qualifying factor of um, this new apostolic reformation that they called it and called us a threat. But I also wanted to look at James Carvel, who uh, was a big part of the um, Bill Clinton presidency, and he's mm -hmm. also helped many others make it into office. He's a huge uh, Democrat um, believer and pusher. He was called the Raging Cajun is one of his uh, nicknames. But anyway, he was on Bill Maher, and this is what he had to say about the threat of Christian nationalism. Listen to what he you says. Know, you're exactly right. Mike Johnson and what he believes is one of the greatest threats we have today to the United States. And when, when I, I, I the, promise you, I know these people. Well, you're talking about Christian nationalism. That's right? Absolutely. Talking about this, at the is, end. this is a, right. this is a, a bigger <clears throat> threat than Al Qaeda uh, to this country. They, and let me tell you something. They're Speaker of the House, they got probably at least two Supreme Court justices, maybe more, right? Don't kid yourself, and, and people in the press have no idea who this guy is, how he was formed, what the threat is, and this is a fundamental threat to the United States. It is a fundamental threat. It's funny that I got that clip off of YouTube, isn't it? It because is funny. Because that doesn't go against their standards at all, but he's saying Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, and what he believes, along with Christian nationalists, are more dangerous than Al-Qaeda. Well, and I've heard, you know, our government say things like, we need to stop Al-Qaeda. Mm -hmm. So that sounds like harmful content, which is what YouTube has said. Mm -hmm. End Time publishes. Of course, you guys have heard it by now. I'm sure if you haven't, YouTube's demonetized us, which 
It's not just about a um, revenue stream that goes away. We didn't make a lot of money on YouTube. Um, but nonetheless, what the bigger problem here is that they suppress our videos now. So we may not appear in that suggested video on the right column. We may not appear on your uh, screen when you're scrolling through YouTube to see what you might want to watch. Our stuff starts getting suppressed because we've been demonetized. Um, and so that's the biggest problem. We, we want to get the word out. And they said specifically the reason they did that is because the content that we publish is harmful. So as a response, we're trying to do better on End Time Plus and give you a deal of a lifetime. So we've made, I think it's, uh, it's less than $6. I don't have the exact amount in my mind, Doug. But for less than $6, you can become a subscriber on End Time Plus. We are publishing content there. We've got several new projects being published in the next few months. So be sure to go to watch.endtime.com, use code YouTube and get that subscription for less than $6 a month. Doug, we've got to cover this Joe Rogan story before we go to the calls because some people don't know who he is, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. But I see people in the chat wanting to know who he is. Yeah. Um, first of all, he's the top podcast in the world for a very long time. If he's not the number one, he's in the top three spots on every chart that there is. Yeah. Uh, he basically sits down and have conversations with uh, artists, world leaders, Anybody you can imagine, mm -hmm. uh, most of them are very interesting. The conversations he have goes two, three hours long. Raw communication, so you're going to get uh, some cursing from he uh, here and there. Yeah. Uh, other all sorts of things that you're not necessarily going to see on end time, but nonetheless, there's a clip going around, Doug, of him making a proclamation that sounds like it could be from end time. Yeah. Uh, you want to go there now, or you, you got yeah, something to say before we get there? No, let's check this out, because this is from a huge atheist, or he used to be atheist anyway. Listen to what he says, folks. But I think as time rolls on, people are going to understand the need to have some sort of divine structure to things, some sort of belief in the sanctity of love and of truth. And a lot of that comes from religion. A lot of people's moral compass and the guidelines that they've used to follow, to live a just and righteous life has come from religion. And unfortunately, a lot of very intelligent people, they dismiss all the positive aspects of religion because they think that the stories are mere superstitious fairy tales that, you know, they have no place in this modern world and, you know, we're inherently good and your ethics are based on your old moral compass and we all have one. And that's not necessarily true. We need to, we need Jesus. <laughs> I think for real. Like, if he came back now, it'd be great. Like, Jesus, if you're thinking about coming back right now, now's a good time. Yeah, pretty soon, yeah. Now's a good time. <laughs> I don't, I've never heard Joe Rogan say anything like that before, so yeah, uh, that's pretty wild. I think maybe he's woke up to what's going on in the world, Vince, and he sees some activities that are happening, some of the things that we talk about on a daily basis because he's had those conversations with other people. Mm -hmm. And I think he realizes that the Bible is not a fiction story, that it's a real living word of God. And, and you know, really, I hope that Joe Rogan can get born again before Jesus returns because even though he says, Jesus, come right now, if, if he's not born again, he doesn't really want Jesus to come right now. He doesn't want to miss that boat. And, of course, we know that Jesus isn't going to come right now, but... Uh, <gasps> I hope that Doug. 
<laughs> yeah, most I know. prophecy teachers say any day now. Right, and so we don't. Uh, and we can, you know, talk about that today too, if you want to. But Joe Rogan needs Jesus, and I, I hope that through the course of time, that someone gets in his path. And if it happens to be us, that would be wonderful. But I hope somebody can sit down with him and explain what it means to be born again. Well, and that goes for everyone, Doug, not just Joe Rogan. Everyone needs to be ready for the return of Jesus or for even death. And we, we say that too, like we don't believe the rapture is going to happen at any moment. However, uh, anything can happen to anybody. You are not promised tomorrow. So everyone needs to be ready to walk into eternity, whether that's by the grave or by the rapture. So go to endtime.com slash reborn to learn more about what that actually means according to the Bible. Before we get to the phones, I want to remind you about our friends at Birch Gold. Uh, there's elections coming in Taiwan. Of course, North Korea is on the brink of war. Iran is increasing its aggression. There's all sorts of stuff going on in the Middle East and all this global instability. And here we are going through primary season. Today's the last day to vote early. All that stuff is happening. So have you considered how you have sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? It's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold and Birch Gold Group can help you with that. As opposed to many other investments, gold thrives in times of uncertainty and it's an important part of diversifying your savings. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Just visit birchgold.com slash endtime for a free info kit. Pray about what you and your family should do and go do that today at birchgold.com slash endtime. All right, Doug, are we ready to go to the phones? I'm ready if you are. All right, we're going to start in Idaho. Seth is watching there. Seth, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, Vincent Doug. Hi, Seth. Hi, Seth. So today's question is, I think Vince will like it, uh, Revelation 2.13. I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is. And thou holdest fast my name and hast not denied my faith, even in these days where Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you, where Satan dwelleth. Bit of research, Anapas was killed in Pergamum, which today is the city of uh, Bergama. I think I'm saying that right, which is in modern-day Turkey. If the seat of Satan is in Turkey, could current president Erdogan, how do you pronounce his name, be the Antichrist? I'll take the answer. Love it, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> you just love it because that's your question about every world leader. <laughs> could he be? Um, well, Seth, I mean, that's a good question. We've had that asked many times, of course. If you follow End Time Ministries, um, you know, we look at um, Daniel chapter 2 and what it says there about the statue and the feet of iron mingled with clay. So we know that it's going to come out of a uh, revived Holy Roman Empire. And we believe that the, it's probably more possible that that leader will come from somewhere within Europe itself, uh, possibly Germany. We don't know for sure exactly where he's going to come from. And this is still one of those things that, you know, we, we look at from a prophetic lens and we try to figure that stuff out, but we just, we don't know. Now, we've had that question before about Turkey and if that could be related to it. Now, some people try to relate it to the fact that uh, during the 70 AD when Rome was uh, destroying the temple and Titus the general was there that he had a lot of the Ottoman Empire within the uh, the military there that was helping to destroy that and so they've tried to tie it in that way 
But the truth is, based on what we see in Scripture, we really believe that it's going to come from a European-based area and not necessarily out of the Middle East there. So that's, that's the best that we can tell you on that. All right, I think Seth hung up. He, okay. he said there briefly that he was taking the call off, offline, um, uh, taking the answer offline. Now, Doug, the seed of Satan part in that Scripture that he read, mm-hmm. um, what validity do we have there? Is that still the seat of Satan? Is that just and a see, really evil place from back in the day? Yeah, that, I tend to lean more there that that was specifically for that time. That was Those letters to those churches are letters to churches that existed during the time when John was writing that. Remember in Revelation chapter 1, uh, verse 19, it says to write the things that thou hast seen, the things which are, and the things... Uh, which shall come to pass. And so the letters to the churches were the things that were there right then, and that's what John was writing to those churches at that time. And that's kind of the way that I look at that scripture is that at that time, that's what God was saying, that that was a very evil place. Not necessarily that Satan actually has a throne there, but that that was an evil area and that the church was being affected by the evil that was around them. But um, anyway, that's that's the take that you know, I have on that scripture in Revelation. Got it. Well, we've got a couple more subjects we mentioned earlier in the show about Mystery Babylon being the United States, uh, the solar eclipse on April 8th that's coming. Is it, a prof- is it connected to prophecy? We may be able to get to some of that today, but we're going to start with your calls, of course. Uh, we're going to go to Tennessee now. Timothy is watching there. Timothy, welcome to the End Time Show. And I will say right out of the gate, we're coming up on a break. So if you can hurry and get to your question, uh, that'll be great. Yes, uh uh, hello. I, I was just going to ask about Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse six and seven, is where uh, pre-tribulation believers get the doctrine that the Holy Spirit is going to be taken out of the way. It says, "For the midst are uh, he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way." Is because I think you would agree that that's not the Holy Spirit because people are being saved during great tribulation. So would that be Michael? who cast him down, having great wrath in Revelation 12? Well, you know, that's a great question, too. We have looked at that as uh, that being the uh, time clock of God, that it's going to happen within that timing, uh, just as like Jesus did not come into uh, dwell among man until that time was fulfilled, until it was time for him to do that. So we've looked at it from that perspective, that that's what that's talking about. Uh, But I've had other people ask that same thing, because if you look in Daniel 12 and you see uh, that it specifically says in Daniel 12 that Michael will stand up at that time and then there will come great tribulation. Uh, And so I'm I'm not going to rule anything out. I'll just tell you that as a ministry, one of the things we've always believed and taught was that's the time clock of God. But I guess we shall see pretty soon. But I do agree with you on this uh, wholeheartedly. You're right. It's not the Holy Spirit being taken out because people will be saved during that time. And not only that, you're going to have the two most spirit-filled men in the world on earth at that time. The two witnesses will be there and their ministry will start at the the same time that uh, that war in heaven uh, where the Satan is cast down from heaven and the Antichrist will rise in that halfway point of that final seven years. Right after that happens, the two witnesses begin their witness there, their ministry. And so those two guys are going to be filled with more Holy Ghost than anybody else. So, uh, you know, yeah. it's not going to be the Holy Ghost taken out of the way for sure. 
Right. Okay, thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Timothy. God bless you. We appreciate your call. We have open lines at 877-IN-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're coming up on a break here, so we're not able to go to another call. I do want to remind you that Dave and Janet Robbins will be in Gainesville, Florida this weekend. So make plans to come out and meet them and join them for the conference. It's Saturday night, Sunday morning. Go to intime.com slash events to learn more or give us a call at 800-END-TIME. All right, we'll be right back after this break. A voice spoke to me and said, I've got something I want to show you. I was so sure God had talked to me, and I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500-year-old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One-third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, the leopard. The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time. Now streaming on End Time Plus and available to order at endtime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800 end time. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you. Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Give us a call at 877 End Time. We have full calls right now, but keep calling. You might be able to get through today. As uh, callers drop off, you'll be able to get in. 877 End Time is the number to join us. 877-363-8463. We're going to Tennessee now. John's calling from there, who calls pretty regularly on the show, and we always love it when he does. If you like it when John from Tennessee calls as much as I do, Put that in the comments, John from Tennessee. Uh, it might be time for the John Show, Doug. I think put that in the comments instead, the John Show. All right, uh, John, welcome to the End Time Show. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. As long as it's the End Time Show, not the John Show. It's the John Show right now while you're with us. Okay. Greetings, salutations, and other of similar terms. Uh, you're talking today a little bit about something that's been hitting me. I've been watching YouTube. And there are plenty of preachers out there doing uh, prophecy and telling what they know about it and how they've been taught. And some that are saying the time cut short is cutting the tribulation by a year and a half, and making it shorter and all that stuff. The reason you were demonetized by YouTube is because they're scared of you. They're scared of what Dave and the two of you say and what you're teaching to people. Even demons believe and they tremble. These demons are trembling, guys. This is 
some of that terror I was talking about on your T-shirt, Vince. <laughs> the terror continues. You scare them. You're telling the truth. Yeah. You scare them, and they know it, and they have to get you stopped somehow. So they're going to try all these little ways of doing it. They hope you'll get mad and pull off YouTube. But I hope you don't. I hope you keep putting them on there when you can. Get them through if possible. Well, we're still posting on YouTube, John. We just uh, we don't know how how much people are going to be able to see it. Yeah, I don't know either. I've been avoiding it, but uh, of course, I never got on YouTube that much anyway. And you subscribed to End Time Plus, of course. I am indeed. I was on End Time Plus within a week of it coming into being. And you're still subscribed. Still subscribed. I guess you and think I'm it's worth to it. Talk people into it. <laughs> and I'm. Graduate of the Jerusalem Prophecy College. I hereby declare people get in through the college, get on End Time Plus, get yourself full of the knowledge you need to instruct others because you're going to need to. Yeah. Anyway, you're doing a wonderful job. Thank you, John. Thank we you, appreciate, John. We appreciate, appreciate your support. Happy birthday from John. <laughs> He'll love that. Okay, I'll let you get some other calls in. Doug, Vince. Nice to talk to you anytime I can. Likewise, John. To you, John. God bless you. Wonderful time. Don't forget uh, that demonetization that John is talking about. We've got a special deal at watch.endtime.com. Use code YouTube, of course, to get End Time Plus for less than $6 a month. So do that today. Make sure you don't miss anything from us or the new stuff that's coming out exclusively on End Time Plus. Uh, watch.endtime.com and use code YouTube today. We're going to Texas now. Gary's watching from there. Gary, welcome to the End Time Show. Uh, my um, comment, question is regarding Joe Rogan. You know, Jesus said that they asked him, wouldn't be the sign of your coming? And he said, take heed that no man deceive you. There's so much deception out there today. Uh, fake Republicans, fake conservatives, false prophets, fake evangelists, leading thousands and thousands, millions of people astray and setting people up for the One World Church and the one and the, uh, the Mark of the Beast. Mm -hmm. And I just, I pray that he gets born again. I pray that he's sincere, but with such a huge following, I think we should, uh, you know, pray for him, but hold judgment that he's not setting people up for the Antichrist. Amen. And I just wanted to get your thoughts. Well, I, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, that's one of the things, you know, that even, I mean, with, with us doing the show, you know, a lot of people talk about us saying the truth and teaching the truth, and that's what people don't like. We encourage people to get in the Bible yourselves and look for what the Word says. And when you hear people making statements on these social media, on YouTube and all the different things, the, the different accesses they have to have their voice heard, you should always go back to the Word of God. And that's what we always try to do is take you back to the Word of God and show you what the Word says. Because there's a lot of people out there with voices that can say all kinds of things. And remember, like you said, uh, Jesus said, many will come in my name. And, and they'll claim that they are part of the Lord. And, you know, one of the things that Pastor Baxter used to say all the time is the door can say Jesus over the top of it, but what they're teaching inside determines if that's a true church or not. And so, we, yeah, we've, we've got to have a lot of discernment in this time that we're living in for sure. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you, Thanks, Gary. Gary. God bless you. Doug, you know I'm sitting here thinking about 
Joe Rogan's statement, you know, he even said it and laughed about it, you know, that he's mm -hmm. ready for Jesus to come back. And, um, you know, he kind of said it in a joking way, but then he's like, well, for real, well, what he's saying is, you know, this order that comes, you know, when Jesus comes into your life, right. chaos turns into order. Things right. start changing. Uh, like we've talked about, the disciples called it being born again, which is just a crazy term, of course, most of us in the world, or at least the United States, we're familiar with that term somewhat. Yeah. Uh, maybe not everyone understands what it means entirely, but being born again is not that foreign of a term. But back then, it's like, I mean, even Nicodemus says, wait, I've got to go back into my mother's womb and be born again? Right. No, not quite that. Uh, yeah. uh, it's more symbolism and being born again. But they call it being transformed, like this these crazy things just start happening to your life. And that's really what Joe Rogan is acknowledging, that there's yeah. order and that, that all this crazy stuff happening in our country yeah. is a result of people moving away yeah. from God. Right. And so he's saying we need that back. Mm -hmm. And while I'm not recommending you go follow Joe Rogan for all your spiritual advice, <laughs> right. it is interesting to hear him make that statement because yeah. you know I, I don't think it's going to be that uncommon before long where we see a lot of these conservative voices in the United, because, you know, like Joe Rogan, he's even said things like, you know, I am I believe the same things I always have. I've been considered left all these years, but now the left is no longer here with me. They've gone further <laughs> over and I'm still here going, where'd everybody go? Yeah. Well, that's kind of what's happening. And I think all these people are realizing that. And um, there's a turn, you know, Jesus is using all sorts of ways to bring people to him. So, right. um, and I'm believing that God's going to be using that statement by Joe Rogan and piercing the hearts of people. And yeah. Joe Rogan doesn't even realize what he's doing there. So right. I'm and praying and believing. You know, I mean, if the we've said this many times. I mean, I've said this talking about myself. If the Lord can use a donkey, he can use me, you know. And so the Lord can use whoever he wants to. Yeah. And uh, and that's the thing. And we've, we've got to, like I said, we've, we've got to be discerning the true spirit from a false spirit, but we can do that through the Word of God, and we can do that through through prayer as well. And so, you know, I mean, we just it, it, we live in a fascinating time right now, Vince, because so many different things are happening, and so many people are beginning to understand, like you said, that it is chaos because we've taken God out of everything. We've got to find a way to put God back. Doug, this is not in our notes, so forgive me. Yeah, um, I'm sitting here thinking about how urgent. Our message is how urgent what we do is and what all our audience does as they uh, share our content and tell people about the Lord coming back and the prophecies whether it's us whether it's our content or not right there's an extreme urgency right now um, could we talk about just a few of the things that you see happening on a global scale right now that says what we're doing is very urgent and we must do it with greater efficiencies than ever before, mm -hmm. more effectiveness than ever before, and just being, you know, you and I wake up with this burden every single day. You know, yeah. I've got three kids, a wife. I'm in that phase of life. My right. kids are little. Your kids yeah. are grown. Um, we're in different phases. We've got different responsibilities, but this urgency is still inside of both of us in, in yeah, different absolutely. ways. And so what are some of those things happening right now that just kind of builds that urgency in you? Well, you know, Vince, for a long time, we've watched the world government come into power, okay, with the UN and with the EU and the things that are happening there. We, we've seen the church begin to side with uh, the wokeness. We've seen, especially the Catholic church, line up with 
uh, the UN saying that the world needs a globalist power to govern it, uh, whether it be the UN or the EU, the church has said we need these things to function as a people, the, uh, a world government that can lead us into the future. And then we've watched uh, digital currency become something uh, that is uh, talked about on a daily basis, talking about moving our cash into digital, uh, which is, like we say a lot of times, a precursor to the mark of the beast. So we've watched world government, world religion, and mark of the beast technology be practiced for quite a while now. Those three things in itself should get people woke up enough to look at Revelation 13 and see these things are specifically talked about in the Bible. But then, Vince, every day in our news right now, we have the conflict in the Middle East, the conflict in uh, the Ukraine between Russia and NATO right now. It, they're talking about World War III happening, which is something else we know is coming. It's Revelation chapter 9, um, where it talks about this sixth trumpet war coming. From there, we've got uh, the red heifers are coming into play now, where they haven't had a red heifer in 2,000 years, Vince, but now Israel has four kosher red heifers. Uh, they're thinking of uh, having the sacrifice done by Passover this year. Very important uh, to the uh, people of Israel as far as the Temple Mount is concerned and the rebuilding of the third temple. And the other thing that's in the news every day is the talk of peace, the peace talks, and a two-state solution. All these things we have talked about for so long, and these things are happening every day in our news. And so it, there's no uh, better time than right now for people to not only be educated, but, but have that personal relationship with the Lord uh, through being born again and study your Bible and have a prayer life. I mean, all those things are very important. Like, you know, Brother Baxter used to say all the time, we're racing the rapture, folks. And we've, we've got to get people to understand where we are because the Bible tells us that those who know their God shall be strong and, and do exploits, and those who understand shall instruct many. So, Doug, what we're doing is urgent. Yeah, it's very, very urgent. urgent yeah. for people to be ready for these times, and that's why you know I'm pushing the end time plus thing for yeah. less than six dollars. Use code YouTube. It's crucial that you get on there and just binge watch everything, but not just passive watching. You need mm -hmm. to be grasping what's going on yeah. because there's coming a time very soon where your friends and your family and your neighborhood's going to need to know what's going on. Right. And we believe that you can be one of those people that are strong and do exploits because of Jesus, not because of you. Yeah. So you've got to get in here and figure all this stuff out now before it's too late. And yeah. it's more urgent right now than it's ever been, Doug. And right. you and I feel that. Uh, Dave feels that. Uh, many of our audience talks about how they feel that. We are in unprecedented times. Things can be crazy, but God is going to work in miraculous ways. And He wants to use people like you and me to do it. And so do everything you can to do your part today. Uh, be sure that you are, you know, I was thinking as you were talking about Keys to Spiritual Growth, which is a series that we have mm -hmm. on End Time Plus and in the Jerusalem Prophecy College. Yeah, People need to know how to grow spiritually, Doug. Yeah, absolutely. It's not just going to your church on Sunday and sitting right. through the message and then going to your group on, on Tuesday or Thursday or whatever day in the midweek your group meets. That's not what this Christian walk is about. This right. is an everyday thing and you need to be growing spiritually. And you know, we don't, we don't preach uh, um, condemnation, Doug, but I would say if you're not where you need to be spiritually, I pray the Lord does 
urge you um, that you need to make some changes and, and causes unrest in your life so that you can shift and grow in discipleship with him. One avenue that you can do that is through Jerusalem Prophet College in Time Plus. We're here to help you every step of the way. Uh, we'll be right back after this break. <laughs> understand what is taking place will instruct many. Except a man is born again, he can enter or see the kingdom of God. I don't care what label you've been given or what label you've given yourself, you are essential. You still matter. This is a journey, and when we get to the other side of that, that's where our prize is, that's where our reward is. time is not going anywhere. Back to the end time show. Ben Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We are unbelievably on our last break, Doug. We need that extra hour on End Time Plus. <laughs> There's a it's lot. It's going to come one day. Yeah. Um, before uh, I do want to remind everyone before we move forward that Dave and Jana will be in Gainesville, Florida this weekend, uh, Saturday night at 6 p.m. Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Dave's preaching a br- uh, brand new lesson that he just wrote on the Green Horse and World War III. It is as relevant about anything in our as anything in our world going on right now. So it's definitely a lesson that you need to hear. It's currently only available at conferences that he's going to. So if you're in the Gainesville, Florida area, or you want to hop on a plane and get over there, be sure to make plans to do that today. Go to endtime.com/events to learn more about the venue there. I do need to. The other day I said I think. My grandfather's friend, Jeff Arnold, is the founder there. Mm -hmm. I found out he's not the founder. In Mm -hmm. fact, there were several pastors before him, so I was way off on that. (laughs) Nonetheless, it's a great church, great place. We're happy to be there this weekend. Absolutely. Come out and meet Dave and Jana. Doug, before we get to the calls, you have a friend that... that we need to talk about. Yeah, I've I've got a friend, uh, Dennis Turner. He's not doing well right now. He's in the hospital, and his son is also a very close friend of mine. His son and daughter-in-law, and they are there with him in the hospital right now. And I'm just asking everybody if you would just lift up Dennis Turner today and pray that uh, God would just wrap his arms around him and, and heal this man. He's he's dealing with a lot of health issues right now, but. Uh, I watched him come to our church and, and be baptized in the water and the spirit. And he's a great man. He's a very sweet person and has a great personality, loves everybody. And so if you'll just do that for me, lift up Dennis Turner today, that would be appreciated. So we thank you very much for that. You know, Doug, that's one thing that End Time's all about. We have yeah. prayer built in our DNA, just like the early church. Our team gathers every single morning and we pray. We prayed for your friend this morning as a team. Um, and so, yeah, remind us of his name again one more time. His name is Dennis Turner. So Dennis Turner, if you're going to pray with us, please put that in the comments. Just put his name, Dennis Turner, and be sure to mention his name in prayer. Uh, boy, it would be wonderful to see a thousand comments of people saying they're joining Amen. us in prayer for Dennis Amen. right now. If you have a prayer request, we would love to pray with you about whatever you're walking through. Go to endtime.com contact. Fill out the form there. There's an option for prayer. 
uh, select that and hit submit and our team will mention you by name in our morning prayer here when we gather. So do that today. We'd love to join with you in prayer. We're going back to the phones now. Um, we are going to start in Virginia. James is watching there. James, welcome to the End Time Show. Thank you very much. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, in Revelation 13, I read this and about a month and a half ago, and I don't know if you have anybody's ever thought about this, but in verses 3, 12, and 14 of Revelation 13, it says, wounded by the sword. Uh, one country that was wounded by the sword was Germany. And I'm thinking to myself that this Revelation 3, 13, of verse 3, 12, and 14 is pointing to Germany because it says it plainly in those verses. If you... Uh, do you all agree, or what do you think about that? Is Absolutely that... agree, James. Um, have, are you new to listening to us? No, no, I, okay. I've been listening to for a while. So, yes, we believe that the Berlin Wall was that wound that was healed, and the whole world will follow after the beast. Uh, remember in Daniel 7 where we talk about those beasts in Daniel 7, one of them is a leopard with four heads, and it says dominion was given to that leopard. For every one of those heads, this leopard has risen and fallen and been able to come back into power. Well, we are now in the Fourth Reich of Germany. They have risen again since the Berlin Wall came down, and that's actually what started this ministry. Vince, he knows the history very well because it was his grandfather who started this ministry based on what God showed him about the Berlin Wall and Germany specifically. So we are in complete and total agreement with you there. Um, but, you know, I, I'm going to say something, maybe, I don't know if you'd agree, but I, it could be a possibility that this man, this man of perdition, could come out of Germany. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Good possibility. <laughs> we are there with you, uh, James. Yes, sir. It's very possible. Yep. I, just, I mean, I don't know. I didn't see this until about a month and a half ago. And um, I just want to, you know, you know, you know, on the call and just discuss it with you. Well, James, we actually have a whole book that, that talks about this. It's called Understand the End Time. I'd love to send you a free copy of that if, if you're interested. Well, I've got that book. You're talking about the book y'all put out last time? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, I read that too. Okay. But I, I, you know, I, see, I got it. I first seen uh, uh, Pastor Baxter oh, probably about 20 years ago. I just heard a tidbit of him, didn't even know what he was all about. He, he, I got interested. And then when I met my wife uh, back here and we got married, uh, I've seen more of him and got more involved with him. And so anyway. Wonderful. Anyway. Well, we I appreciate am, your call and the insight that you've provided today. Uh, it sounds like we're right in alignment with everything you're saying so far, James. So we appreciate it. Uh, we do have a full bank of callers, so we need to get to the next call. God bless you, sir. We appreciate your call so much. We're going to Texas now. Sam is watching there. Sam, welcome to the End Time Show. Hey, yeah. First, I want to thank y'all for the patience that y'all have with us callers. You know, sometimes we think we know End Time better than you guys. But uh, the Mystery Babylon, it's either America or the Roman Catholic Church. And uh, I was looking that before America was represented by Uncle Sam, it was re represented by a woman named Columbia. 
and Washington, D.C. sits on seven hills. And then in Revelation 17, 16, it says the Antichrist and the Ten Horns would hate the prostitute. Well, if we were going to be protecting Israel to the end, they would hate us more than they would hate the Catholic Church, because Catholic Church is going to be part of the end time East. And then in 18, Revelation 18:13, it says all the stuff that the prostitute bought, and on the last one said bought sold humans as slaves, mm-hmm. and uh, America's kind of famous for that, so. That's well, the reason I so thought. is the Roman Catholic Church, though. <laughs> so, it's uh, well, it, we Sam, you set us up with that. Thank you for your patience thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know well, what we teach on Mystery Babylon. Well, Come Sam, on. let me let me show you something really quick, okay? Let, and this <laughs> okay. will be good for everybody to see this. So, if you look, I'm going to show you something in Revelation 18 that a lot of people I think miss. All right, if you look at Revelation 18:23, and, and it says this, and the light of the candle shall shine no more at all in thee, and the voice of the bridegroom and the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. So there's three things right there that point to the church. And let me explain why. Let me pull this up real quick, and I will explain why they point to the church. Okay? So in Revelation chapter 1, verse 20, it tells us, The seven candlesticks which thou sawest are seven churches. So churches are represented as candlesticks. So it says in Revelation 18 that the light of her candle shall shine no more in thee. Okay, so I believe that that is a solid clue that that's a church. But not only that, look at what it says in Revelation 2, 5. It says, Repent and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove thy candlestick out of his place. So God tells you that a church that is backslidden and fallen, he'll remove the light from their candle. He'll remove that candlestick. Then Mark 2, 18 through 20, tells us that Jesus is the bridegroom. It talks about no more will the voice of the bridegroom or the bride be heard anymore. This says in verse 19, it says, And Jesus said unto them, Can the children of the bride chamber fast while the bridegroom is with them? He was speaking of himself. As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them, and then they shall fast in those days. And then John 3, 29 says, He that hath the bride is the bridegroom. Well, the bride there is the church. And it says, But the friend of the bridegroom which standeth and heareth him rejoice greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. So see, the church rejoices because of the bridegroom's voice. All these things are taken out of Mystery of Babylon. That right there should solidify to you that that is the Roman Catholic Church. Her candle no more shines, and the voice of God and the voice of the true bride is not found in her anymore at that point. Well, if America is destroyed, the candle is not going to be in there no more because we we're not a church. God. We're not a church. I just well, proved yeah, to I you that the church is I'm... a candle. It's represented as a candle. So that's where well, you, yeah. you can see that. Go go study it. Look at it closely. Yeah. And you'll I, see I what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm Reverend Baxter taught. And so I, I study everything. <laughs> so am I, brother. <laughs> I know. Because, you know, when he, when he said, said that Satan is cast out of heaven, mm-hmm. so I called him. So I say, what are you saying? 
where's Satan at? Is he in heaven? He goes, uh, I guess I am, you know, because he would discuss stuff with you. But Yeah, well, the I'm devil is, definitely has access because what's that scripture tell us too, Sam? It says that he accuseth the brethren day oh, yeah. and night before God. That's what he yeah, does right now. And it also yeah. says that the way we overcome that is through what? The blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Oh, and so that was not even available until Jesus came and died for us. So that shows that that didn't happen back in Genesis. This is something that's ongoing till that battle happens in heaven and he's cast to earth. So, yeah, I mean, the Bible's an amazing thing, isn't it, Sam? You can just look at that stuff and, and learn so much from it. And, you know, like the caller before was saying he just realized this was Germany. That's the great thing about the Bible is it's alive and it speaks to us every time we open it up. And so it's just wonderful. But thank you, Sam. We appreciate your call today. And just check into that for me and see what you think. Okay, brother? God Good bless you, Sam. Sam. Thanks so much. Thank you, Doug. Man, if you appreciate the way that Doug just is ready to go on any given... Type guru in the comments. G-U-R-U. Oh guru. Okay. Hey, it's just... Hey, he doesn't like it. But it just is a teacher, an expert, and he proclaims he's not an expert. But what do you think? Let us know. Uh, all right, we're going to have one more, one more caller here. Barely enough time. Mark in Missouri. Mark, you've got about 23 seconds or so, so you better hurry. Well, you know, there's two, two sides of every, every coin, and it's good that Rogan's talking about God. But, you know, I think people get uh, religion confused with faith. And that Jesus was all about faith, not a particular religion. Religion has done its part, good and bad, all through history. True. Yeah. Religion is the problem. That's the confusion. That's where people start talking about certain things, and they're looking at, at it as a religious view and not as a faith. Right. I believe in faith. I think God gave the Jews a faith, and, you know, man come along and corrupted the faith with the, with the Word— uh, from the word, they created religion and corrupted it by religion. Yes, sir, Mark. I tend to agree with that. You know, I mean, Paul told us that there were going to be wolves that would creep in one day and they would distort and change things that he said. He also said, if anyone comes teaching any other gospel, let them be accursed. And there's a lot of people that try to say Paul taught a different gospel. But that's not biblical either. And so we've, we've got to check out the Word of God. Like I said before, we always have to go back to Scripture. When we hear folks saying things, we always got to go back and look. But let's just pray for Joe Rogan and, and pray that he is legitimately seeking Christ. Amen. Thanks for your call, Mark. We appreciate it very much. Time has come and gone so quickly, Doug. It's it's over. Now it's the weekend for us, so we're excited yes, about that. Um, don't forget to go to watch.endtime.com. Use code YouTube. It's more urgent now than ever for you to understand, and it's never been easier to understand. Go to watch.endtime.com. Use code YouTube to get End Time Plus for less than $6 in response to what YouTube has done to us, um, suppressing our content. Doug, it's going to be a great weekend in Gainesville, Florida. Dave and Jana will be there, so make plans to attend. Mm -hmm. And also, there's thousands of hours of content that's totally free because of partners like you that give every single month. Go to endtime.com to enjoy all that free content. We'll be right back here on Monday at 3 p.m. Central Time. <laughs>